Welcome to Daily Daf Differently, a Jcast Network podcast in collaboration with the Conservative Yeshiva in Jerusalem. This daily podcast invites you to join us to study the Daily Talmud page with a variety of liberal rabbis and teachers. For more information about the Conservative Yeshiva, please visit conservativeyeshiva.org. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org Hello, Kiritov. This daf is brought to you by Daily Daf Differently. More dafs done, more differently. Uh, my name is Ezra Balser, and today we're going to be studying daf Lamed Bet uh, in Yevamot. We're going to be starting at the bottom of Lamed Bet Amud Aleph, about eight lines up from the bottom. In uh, uh, in the Gemara, we see again we're, we're eight lines up from the bottom, right in the middle of the line. It says Visavar Rabbi Yossi Israchal Al Isur. Rabbi Yossi thinks that um, one prohibition uh, you can you can be punished for one prohibition upon another punishment for another prohibition. Vehatanya Avar Verashi Ishbo Shteimitot Nidun Bechamura. When you transgress a transgression that has two separate death penalties. Um, it's quite the transgression. Um, Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yossi uh, you, so you, you, um, you give the more uh, stringent one, that's, that's the one you end up getting. Um, Rabbi Yossi, Omer, Nidon, Bezikari, Rabbi Yossi says you give the one with the first attachment, Habalav, the one that, the one that first came to him. Um, so the rest of this little bit can explain what he means by that. Um, whether or not that means the one that actually came to him first in the case of um, so either whether or not that means that came, that came to him first or whether or not um, which is what the example you see at the bottom of, of Lamud Bet Amud Aleph or at the top of Lamud Bet Amud Bet um, whether or not it's a more inclusive um, prohibition a more and more extensive prohibition so if the if the second prohibition, let's say that, he, that the person transgressed on, was more extensive and thus would include uh, the previous one in it, sort of like concurrent sentences, is my understanding. Um, so you serve the more extensive one and you end up serving them both. That's fine. Um, but he does not, uh, according to the Gemara, at least he does not think that, let's say, if it was the second one was a lesser one, then you would then you would do the lesser one. You can't add the lesser one. Um, it, doesn't, it doesn't end up making a difference. Um, this stuff is kind of complicated, and, and the Gemara also takes a note of that. Um, they end up deciding this other interpretation for what Rabbi Yossi says, and um, they basically end up saying that it's like Again, like we said before, he does the person transgresses two things but only serves one sentence. So you could say instead of the person serving concurring sentences, they're actually we know that one of them is more extensive. So why even bother saying they're serving the minor one? Um, then the Gemara asks, "We are on Lamed Bet Amud Bet." Um, Uh, eight lines down from the bottom. Uh, um, 
וכן חיית הרבין אמר רבי יוחנן, מעלה אני עליו כאילו עשה בית ואינו חייב אל אחד, מי נפקא מינא לקברו בן רשעים. of the more inclusive prohibition taking effect. Um, or maybe that's the wrong word. The, the lesser prohibition, um, because the extensive prohibition includes the previous prohibition, so maybe we should be a little more careful in terminology. Um, but that's the, the words they use in Hebrew, so I, uh, that's, that's sort of how I think about it. Um, so... Um, but this is not clear. I mean, just as we've said, it's been very confusing. Um, it's not so clear what... What Rabbi Yossi was actually meant, and uh, um, and then I think it would be it's kind of uh, interesting to go through the next Gemara to actually play out um, the fact that this was not at all clear within the academy itself. Um, so again, we are 11 lines down from the top on Lamed Bet Amud Bet, um, and it says Uvi Flukta. What are we? What are they? What are they arguing about? To eat Mars, and so now they're going to bring a whole bunch of examples to prove. That there's a, a disagreement amongst the in the academy about Rab, what Rabbi Yossi was really talking about. So, Deidmar Zar Shishimesh b'Shabbat, a a non kohen that did temple service on Shabbat. Rabbi Chia Omer Chayav Shtaim Bar Kapara Omer Ein Chayav Elachat. Rabbi Chia says that person committed two, was uh, transgressed on two different things, and Bar Kapara says oh, no, only one. Kafat Rabbi Chia. So, these guys get very excited. Um, uh, you know, um, Rabbi Chia jumps out of his seat and swears. He says, by the temple service, I'm swearing by the Avodah. This is how I heard it from Rabbi. He's the person is chayav for two. He's, he's obligated for the two punishments. Barkapar jumps up from his seat and says, "No, I swear by the temple service too. Um, this he's only obligated for one." Hidchil Rabbi Chiel Adun. Rabbi Chiel begins now after jumping out of his seat. They both jump out of their seats and swear by the Avodah. Now they, you know, they've made their they've made their grand gestures, but now they can actually make their points. Rabbi, uh, so Hidchil Rabbi Chiel Adun. Shabbat lechol nesrach. Shutrav mikdash etzel konim. Hutrav konim. Uh, so Rabbi says, when Shabbat, um, on Shabbat the the service was uh, the the service the temple service was forbidden. Sorry, the temple service was 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 forbidden for everybody, but it was it was permitted for the Kohanim. And for the Kohanim was permitted, not for non-Kohanim. So therefore, he he broke the the law about non-Kohanim doing temple service. And because he wasn't allowed to do it, the particular work for normal people would actually be a violation of Shabbat. For example, you know, certain uh, certain korbanot, certain things, uh, certain services where you light fires in the temple, the Kohanim allowed to do it. As we know, traditionally, we don't do those things um, on Shabbat. So let's say that was what they were doing. Um, 
they would be, they would be violating both temple service of being a non kohen and also Shabbat. Hitchil bar kapar ladun Shabbat lechol nesra mishutra mikdash kutra inkan elazarut. So Bar Kapara begins to give his explanation of why he's only an alligator for one. Says so on Shabbat it was forbidden for everybody, but once it was permitted a little bit um, in the Mikdash for the Kohanim, then that that category had permission to it. So there it was permissibility, so it no longer could become a completely forbidden category. Therefore, he only committed zarut. He only committed the the violation of a non-Kohen doing temple service. And we're going to see this this format play out um, in the next few examples. Um, that there is, between, between Rabbi Chia, we'll say these are two separate categories, and then Barker Parr will say, well, once one category is allowed, um, it's no longer a, it's no longer a category that counts for us in this way. Um, because it's only, com- I guess to him, only complete categories count. And since it's not a complete category, since there is some allowance, he's only liable for one. So we continue. Baal Mum Shishimesh Bitum Ah. Rabbi Chia Omer Chayav Shtaim Bar Kapara Omer Ein Chayav Ela Achat. So, um, oh, Rabbi, so Rabbi Chia says a, a Kohen that had a, a blemish on them and they did temple service um, while they were in a state of Tamah, in a state of impurity. Um, Rabbi Chia says they're Chayav, they're obligated for two punishments, and Bar Kapara says only one. Uh, the same thing. Rabbi Chia jumps out of his seat and says, by the temple service, by Avodah. This is how I heard it from Rabbi. That he is obligated for two. And Bar Kapara says, jumps out of his seat too and says, no, no, I swear by temple service also. This is how I heard it from Rabbi. He is only obligated for one. Hitchil Rabbi Chia Ladun Tuma Lachol Nasra Shutrav Mikdash Etzel Kohanim Timimim Chutrav Lachol Timimim Chutrav Velo LeBaalei Mumin Yishkan Mishum Baalei Mumin VeYishkan Mishum Tuma. So Rabbi Chia begins his argument and says, uh, "It's it's forbidden for everybody uh, to do this service in a state of impurity." But when it was allowed in the mikdash, uh, when the when the service was allowed in the mikdash for kohanim tamimim for priests that do not have the blemish, it was allowed for kohanim tamimim, um, and it was not allowed for uh, for kohanim that had blemishes on them. So then you ha- so you have uh, a transgression because of the fact that they were uh, mumin, they were. They had a blemish, and also because of Tumah. Hitchil bar kapar ladun Tumah lechol nasrak shutra b'mitash shutra enkan ela mishum ba'al mum. So you have this idea that the the Tumah is bar kapar again the same thing says that the Tumah was forbidden for everybody, but once it was allowed in the mitash, it was allowed. It's not a completely forbidden category, so you only have the ba'al mum. The the kohanim are allowed to. I mean, they have to make things tahor. So in order to make things tahor, they have to deal in in Tum'ah. Um, so, in order to make things pure, you have to deal with the fact that they were impure. Um, and that's the, one of the jobs of the Kohanim. So, so once that was allowed for them, it's not a complete category. On the other hand, it's never you're never allowed to do it 
with in a state uh, if you have a some kind of affliction um you have to be you have to be whole and pure um it's a complicated uh, discussion for another day but uh, but anyway so um Bar-Kapar says only one so and that's our second example third example um we are sorry just to pick up one two three four, eleven lines up from the bottom zarsha achal milika um, the third example is, um, you know, if a non-Kohen who eats um, a particular type of offering, a, uh, a, a bird offering is supposed to be made in, in a particular manner. It's not really important right now. Um, um, but the point is, again, there's this, another another example. Rebichia uh, says... Rebichia says that the person is chayav for two punishments, and Mark Mar says, nope, just one. You know, Rebichia jumps out of his seat and says, by the Abadah service, I'm, I swear, this is how I heard it from Rebbe. He's two. And Mark is like, no, I mean, yeah, I swear, I heard it from Rebbe. Oh, by the Abadah service, I swear, only one. And then they begin their arguments. Um, so then, Hitchil Rabbi Chiel Adun Nevela Lachol Nesrak Shutra Bemitashet Zukharadim Hutra Lachanonim Hutra Velo Lazarim Velo Lazarim. So Rabbi Chiel begins to begins his argument, saying is Nevela um, animals that are not slaughtered properly, uh, they are they are forbidden to everybody. So when the Mikdash when they were permitted in the Mikdash for Kohanim, they were permitted for Kohanim, not for Non-Kohanim. So, Yeshkan Mishum Zarut, Yeshkan Mishum Malika. So you have these two things. You have it because there was a non-Kohan doing it, and you have because they they actually did they they ate the bird that was not um, pro- slaughtered properly. Um, so in this case, it would be a nevela for the non-Kohan. Hitchil Bar Kapar Ladu Nevela Lachol Nasrak Shutrav Mitash Hutra Inkan Ela Mishum Zarut. And Barakapar begins as, when the nevela was made, the nevela was forbidden, uh, completely forbidden. But when it was permitted in the mikdash, it was permitted. Um, so it's not a complete category anymore. So you only have because you only have him serving a punishment because of the fact that he was not a kohen. On the top of Lama Gidim Alamanalf, Pemai Kami Palge, what are we really arguing about? And that we will come to tomorrow. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently, and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the opening and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epic Chorus album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.